the only person you're gonna scare is yourself. Charlie, what are you oh, doing? Keep the noise down. What are you doing here? Mace, just in time. There's a whole load of police here. I think they're worried you're gonna hurt yourself. <laughs> How many children are you friends with? Just hold on, we're going home to Summer House because Top Boy is back for a highly anticipated third season. Apparently it was God's plan and Netflix's hotline has been blinging because they've made a new series with the backing of one very special superstar rapper. If you haven't guessed who it is yet, we're going to tell you on this very special edition of Netflix. And as ever, we're going to start from the bottom and give you the lowdown on Top Boy Season 3. And if that's not enough, we'll hear about another show taking Netflix by storm, so you probably haven't heard of that yet. Let's get to it. Okay, so I'm Helen Daly, and I'm here to talk about Top Boy with some fabulous guests. Guests, please introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Callum Crumlish. I'm Charlotte McIntyre. And I'm Alex Davis. And Top Boy, for those who don't know, it first came out in 2011, and it originally aired on Channel 4. So it followed the plight of Ranel, played by Malcolm Camulette, and his life in crime-filled Summerhouse estate. His mother, Lisa, who was played by Sharon Duncan Brewster, is admitted to a mental hospital and he's left to fend for himself. But at the same time, local drug dealers Duchesne, Ashley Walters, and Sully, Kane Robinson, are on the rise, but have difficult decisions to make. Season two followed the investigation over the murder of Kamale, and our heroes come to trouble with not only the law, but each other. For Ronell, he struggled with a terrifying new threat to his best friend, Jem, who was Giacomo Mancini. Now it's back for season three, and this time it's got the backing of American superstar rapper. Yes, you guessed it right. It's Drake. But fans have been reassured it will still be the same old summer house drama. Alex, please answer the question that everyone's talking about. Drake? Really? Yeah, <laughs> yep, Drake's back. Drake, Drake serving as executive producer on the project, and he sort of single-handedly brought it all back from the dead. Uh, it's no secret that he's a big fan of all things UK, especially when it comes to grime and gritty dramas like that. And, I mean, he had that one album, I think, two years ago called More Life, which had every UK rapper under the sun on it, and he was saying Badman and Ting on it every other sentence. <laughs> what so is he's this a big word? <laughs> exactly. Quite funny in a Toronto accent, bless him. Uh, but he said he was a fan of the show before anything else. This wasn't a money-motivated move. He's just a big fan of the show. Uh, he told Good Morning Britain that he drew parallels between Toronto and London. Apparently they're quite similar, so the show really resonated with him. Um, he was shocked to find out that it was cancelled a few years ago, even though he was only watching it on YouTube. So Drake basically said, well, I've got to do something about this. I'm not having this. So he told his manager, and then he told his right-hand man, or uh, also known as Future the Prince, who is also a rapper, and he also serves as executive producer on the project. And basically, they just said he wanted to bring it back for himself more than anything. He wanted to see how the story ended. Uh, and then next thing you know, he's in a room with Netflix, and we have it off the ground. And he's got, like I say, he's got a really close relationship with a lot of the cast through his music. So we see the introduction, the introduction, sorry, of rapper Dave, obviously the likes of Bashy, who is also known as Ashley Thomas, he's back. Kano, or Kane Robinson, is the main character, Sully, he's back. And there's a new rapper, a new cast member in the form of rapper Little Sims as well. And it, like, grime is really having a moment, I guess. I mean, it's, yeah. Thanks, exactly. Stormzy as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere at the moment. 
So what do we think that Drake will bring to this season? Well, I spoke to a few of the stars um, a couple of weeks ago and they sort of reassured me that it wasn't Drake coming in and like steamrolling and just saying, this is how I want to see season three or sort of a fan who's watched the first two seasons and thinks this is how I think the character should, should be. He just is a big fan and was equally hands-on. So um, a few of the stars told me that he was present at some of the script read-throughs and he wasn't there to sort of say, no, I want this, I want that. He was just there genuinely as their biggest fan, just enjoying seeing where the new season was going. So I think it's going to carry on from the first two seasons. I don't think we're going to see, I don't think there's going to be a scene where we think, oh, that's so Drake. Mm. It doesn't sound like he's really Hollywooded it up. Yeah. Like it seems like it's still going to have its rawness and its grittiness that it's always had. And that I, is one of the successes of Top Boy. It's exactly. so real life. It's so yeah. gritty. And I guess you don't want that sheen on it, really, because yeah. that would ruin it. And I think Drake has that awareness to come in, back it, and not just give it an overhaul, like we've said. And I think I think it was Ashley Walters who said, um, so they're given the episodes when it's all done, but Drake only watched one and then refused to watch the rest of the series because he actually wants to watch it on Netflix when it's released and be caught up in the hype that the fans will receive as well. So he's clearly got an invested interest in this. I mean, it's good for fans that a fan is dealing with exactly. it now, really. Yeah, for sure. So do you think he's going to change it at all? Do you think he's... I mean, Charlotte, you've already kind of alluded to the fact that he, he didn't really want to change it, but I guess you can't help but give your favourite character like a really good role in it. Yeah, I think maybe it's not that he's changing it, but I think other... Factors will play into it. the fact that it's not been on for six years. It's gone from Channel 4 to Netflix. The fact that I'm, I don't think it will be say more stylized in the sense I still think it will be really authentic, really real life. But I do think there will be some changes. I don't think you can help that. I mean, Drake isn't from London. He is from Toronto. And as similar as that is, if he is coming in, there might be elements that 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 could, yeah, that could seem different, I think. I guess some Toronto slang or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, even if there are differences, I can't see it being detrimental to the series. I think it's only going to improve it, really. So, a spoiler warning from here on in, we are going to talk about the season. The season. Season. I'm turning into Kenya. Um, <laughs> do you love me? We are going to talk about the series. Um, yeah, so we ended season two with a massive cliffhanger shock. Little Michael, who was lovely, a, a as uh, Duchesne kept calling him like his top soldier, mm. he was thrown off a balcony and into yeah. a car and is now dead. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty bleak ending. Alex, what are we expecting from the new series? Well, it's sort of... That was the ending for the last Channel 4 series and it kind of ended really abruptly. We didn't know what Duchesne was going to do after that. He was in the middle of this war with the Albanians and judging by the first looks of the new season, it just looks like that's been completely forgotten. And quite a few people have commented on it. I think there was, I saw one comment underneath the trailer on YouTube, which had like almost 500 likes that just said, so are we forgetting completely about the Albanian war sort of thing? So it looks like they're going on a whole different route. Um, Ashley Walters has said that they've kept it in real time. So it will pick up like six years on from ch the Channel 4 series. Um, and one thing that did happen in season two that will carry on is that Sully and Duchesne will be working together again. But this time they've got a new enemy in the form of Jamie. Um, it doesn't look like Jem or Renelle are going to be back, which is a shame for people who were really invested in the first two seasons. But like I say, with this new character, Jamie, and his new gang, there's still plenty of drama on its way. 
Uh, we pick up in season three. Sully's just been released from jail. We're not 100% sure if that's to do with Kamal's murder. But if it's only been six years, I imagine, I mean, there's a whole list of other crimes he could have gone to jail for. So he's been released. And Duchesne's sort of been back and forth from Jamaica, sort of taking a step back from running some house. He's gone abroad and now he's coming back and wanting to run it all again. Uh, like I said, it doesn't look like it's taking its foot off the gas in terms of brutal and dark scenes. I mean, in the trailer alone, we see there's bodies falling off apartment blocks, there's car chases, there's gunshots. It just, yeah, I think there's going to be plenty of plenty of action and twists and turns in store. It is interesting that we're not going to have much of the, the family side of things with, with Rennell and Jem, I guess. You know, that was quite... Although it was the dark storyline, it was a bit of relief to all the, the kind of drug overlord gang land violence. I think they're going to touch on that with the new character, Jamie, because there's a few clips in the promos that show him looking after his brothers and his younger brother's a bit inquisitive about what this Jamie does. So I think we're going to have the see the dark side of Jamie going to war with Sully and Duchesne and then also see what he's doing it to look after his brothers. And you kind of can't help but think if he's going against Duchesne and Sully, they are kind of invincible. Exactly. I don't know how it's going to end for him. And um, Charlotte, I know that you recently met the cast, you lucky thing. What were your takeouts from speaking to them? Uh, so speaking to Ashley Waters and Kane Robertson, who play Duchesne and Sully, they both agreed that Netflix was the perfect place for Top Boy to be and that they couldn't really see it being told anywhere else now. There are 10 episodes um, for this season three, as opposed to season one and two, which aired on Channel 4, and they only had four episodes each. And Ashley explained that the new format gave them the opportunity to take risks with the new series and sort of really peel back the layers of these characters. Whereas in the first two series, when you only have four episodes, it's a lot harder to be able to do that. And the new series, like you said, it focuses on life six years after the last episode of season two. Sully comes out of prison and he wants to come out from under Duchesne's shadow and reconnect with his family. He hasn't had a great relationship with his daughter, and that's something that he really wants to deal. Uh, he really wants to build on. But he's sort of dealing with this internal conflict of his family life, wanting to build on that, or returning to crime. And it's you sort of see that conflict play out in this series. Then with Duchesne, he's been laying low in Jamaica. He's um, been depressed after everything that's happened it's really affected him he's been trying to stay out of crime trying to stay low but because he's been at the top and he's been top boy you again see this conflict with him where he's finding it hard to stay away and in the new series you see he ends up coming back and him and Sully you know he tries to convince him let's go back we can be top boy again but obviously now there is this new character Jamie who is the new top boy and when you were saying about the family side you really do see that play out with Jamie um, his parents died and so he's now become sort of the mother father everything figure to his little brothers and so you see this sort of double side of he's now on top obviously the crime side it's going to be quite violent just like in the first two series but then he comes home and is just sort of playing mum and dad and is just trying to do it all just to look after his brothers so that's quite a nice sort of contrast that they'll have. I think one of the shocking things for me is that there's going to be 10 episodes. Like, what I found with the four episodes version on Channel 4 was that it was very much a snapshot into their lives and then it ended and you went back into it, etc. It was like turning the page on a photo album almost. Do you think that the 10 episodes is going to work or do you think it's going to be too much? I think it's going to be. I think it's a good move. I think it's going to be a great... Because it's a series that has longevity. 
like the first two seasons only being four episodes each, I feel like there was a lot more that you could have explored. I mean, like you say about family, uh, Channel 4 and Top Boy, it seemed like there was a real conscious decision to sort of show this reflection of everyday life for these young kids in East London, but then also show what they're going home to and the hardships of their family life. And so we even saw, we saw it with Sully, which is Kano's character. We saw it with Ashley Walters' character. We saw it with all of them. And now they're doing it again. And to have that really play out and see the strain on your family life over the course of 10 episodes, I think is going to be one of the most interesting things to take away from the new season. Yeah, I agree. I think having 10 episodes can only be a good thing. And I think especially now it is really suited to Netflix. I couldn't imagine it being a one episode a week thing on Channel 4. I just don't think it would work anymore. We've sort of moved on from that. And just picking up, I know there are some things from the first two series that won't be addressed, but... I think they make a real effort to show that six years has passed. And in six years, even though Duchesne and Sully, they're at the top of their game in that six years, they're they're sort of nobodies now. They're they're deemed old. And in this world, it's like the younger you are, you actually are on top. And that Jamie from from the off sort of says, it doesn't really matter if you were top, you know, if you were at top back then, I am now. And and that's sort of the end of it. So I think they really play with the time well and I think they'll really explore a lot in the 10 episodes I think it's really good as well that they've got the main cast back so yeah, long after definitely. it they've you know obviously they've all gone on and had amazing careers but they're still all coming back for this series it must mean so much to them and it's fantastic that they brought in the new additions are the likes of Dave and Little Sims and this Michael Ward who I think only had like one proper on-screen acting role before these are the young kids who did grow up in these sort of environments and putting that onto screen, I think it's going to work really well. And Charlotte, I believe that you have a little secret for us from when you spoke to the cast. Yeah, so um, they sort of opened up about a lot of things about how, first of all, how Top Boy came to be in the first place. So um, the writer of all three seasons is a man called Ronan Bennett. And um, he sort of like tells all the stars how he came up with with Top Boy in the first place and it was after standing outside a supermarket and he was approached by an eight-year-old and asked if he wanted to buy drugs and it was sort of something that completely shocked his system and as a writer it made him think I, I want to write the show and he actually does live in Hackney um, so I think it's something that he wanted to look in the area that he lives in and, and explore things that are, that are happening so I think that's why it makes it quite authentic because it's not someone who you know lives elsewhere or or is completely separate um from it and another thing relating to the location is in a lot of the areas where they shoot the show for example in Hackney the top boy team like the producers for example they invite people to audition from the local area so people who've never acted before but they just go out to the area and say you know this is we're doing top boy season three and invite them to audition and a, a lot of the actors made it through and do you think we're, we're going to get some more lighter moments? Because I guess there is an argument for saying that maybe Hackney doesn't come out looking great <laughs> in Top Boy. But I guess, you know, you you have like the fun rap season, like scenes in season two. Are we going to get a little bit more humour, do we think? I think pro- humour is probably pushing it because I, I don't think it's <laughs> yeah, a humour show. Light relief. <laughs> but I think <laughs> it will be authentic. I mean, they both said that they will touch on topics that are happening now. So gentrification plays a big role in this and you'll see that and, and look at the sides of sort of both coins of like the, the the really good things it's brought to the area and then perhaps the, the negative sides of gentrification. So I think they, I think Top Boy is really good at not preaching, but just showing 
real life. Yeah, that's probably the best way of actually saying it. I think that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, it's like London's like a separate character in it almost. It You can kind of judge the mood based on how London looks. Definitely. It's really interesting. And um, Callum, you've been sitting here very quietly mm. for yeah. a change. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's because we've been convincing you to watch Top Boy all this time. Yeah, Um yeah, Top Boy, I don't think I've marketed it very well because I feel like all the trailers and everything's just sort of look like another East London kind of like gang warfare, you know, drama. And I'm like really compelled by it now hearing, to you, hearing you guys speak about it. It sounds like it's an actual glimpse of life or at least that's what they're trying to emulate in East London. And it sounds really elaborate and there's this whole shift of power with this new guy, Jamie, right? Yeah, that sounds really cool. Uh, I need to do that. And there are like two seasons beforehand. Yeah, so yeah. you've only missed like eight episodes. Okay, fun. okay, cool. It's now called Top Boy Summer House. Right, the Netflix. new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. The, the old one. The, the old one's a summer seasons, house. Top Boy Summer yeah, House. Yeah, we've not even addressed the change of name. <laughs> like, yeah. what's like that Netflix about? have just gone completely off on their own tangent, I guess. Yeah. But Top Boy's already got this massive fan base. So I guess in terms of maybe not seeing the trailer everywhere, that might be why. Yeah, the, when I um, spoke to the stars and um, and afterwards, they did sort of make it clear, like um those that are doing that, the PR for Top Boy, they made it clear that it's not just a series three. It's a sort of new season in its own right, even though it's continuing on, which is a bit confusing. But I think that kind of explains why the first two seasons have been named Top Boy Summer House. And then Top Boy is just its own series on Netflix, but it c- carries on. In Summer House. Yeah. <laughs> I think it makes it more globally attractive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well. Like I, I remember Ashley, Ashley Walters said that... Um, they tried to sell season one to America and nobody wanted it because nobody knew what was going on in it. Cause this was like nine years ago and it was all very, the cultures hadn't quite mashed as much as they do now. So now you've got it on Netflix, a completely rebranded series with Drake. Drake. With Drake's name yeah. on it. Yeah. With Drake, that always helps. And some big grime eyes, grime's some, having a exactly, moment in America. Exactly. So I think it, it's only a good move by Netflix. Just on Drake, this is only top boy adjacent. Do you think this is, maybe like his foot in the door to getting into a bit more executive producing and directing and stuff like because this is if i'm not mistaken this is his first venture into like doing tv or movies and stuff right uh he was on degrassi he used to be he an was actor. on degrassi, was on degrassi yes yeah. when he was young yeah, yeah he was he, he got, was on, he like, got shot di- or something he <laughs> got in a wheelchair yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah i know it well uh, what was it was it disney i can't quite remember uh degrassi. yeah it's either disney or nick wait he got shot in a disney film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he played like a young student this was like this is really early, Drake. Yeah, yeah. It's like Saved yeah. by the Bell. This is past era. me, guy. It was like a high school thing, like way back in the 80s, 90s, and he had like a small part and he ended up getting shot and then put in a wheelchair and it was a whole thing. That's right, it. Right, okay. He was only I in it for like a year. I can't say I ever saw it, but I do, I do remember that being a part of Drake's life in showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. His so character like, arc. So when he like turned up rapping, people were like, it's the guy from Degrassi, but that was going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, he's done well for himself to like oh, get yeah, rid for of real. that image. He's a very talented man. Yeah, sure. but I mean, it probably is because he is like such a superstar mm. now. He's probably done the rap game. He's also yeah. made no illusions of like who he is. He's a big fan of comedy. He does SNL skits. Yeah. He does, he's a big fan of TV. He's a big fan of film. Like, just seems like a nice bloke, to be fair. Yeah. I feel like if you had the money, you just would, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll do this like really popular yeah, sure, Netflix whatever. season. I like I this, I'll buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I, he could do like a 50 cent, what 50 cent did with power. He could star in oh, season yeah. four, maybe, or season two, whatever we're yeah, calling like it now. Like the Canadian villain <laughs> yeah. coming like, in. Literally. I'd watch that.
Callum, getting yeah. back on track, um, you have brought a show that yeah. we haven't seen yet. Yeah, so you guys have been watching Top Boy and getting... Everyone I know has been watching Top Boy, weirdly. I feel like I've never heard of this and it's totally passed me by. But I've been watching this really, really good Spanish teen drama called Elite. Uh, and it's season two and it's uh, it's ridiculous. It, season one followed this murder of... Uh, Season one followed the murder of this uh, really rich girl from this amazing, like, enormous affluent uh, family. Think of the word. And then it was kind of, you know, figuring out who killed her, why they killed her, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, season two is very much the um, the fallout of that. Um, you know, a couple of people know who killed her. A couple of people know why she's dead. And it sort of delves into that a bit more. And it's really, it's it's. This is going to sound like a bad thing, but it's really Netflixy in that there's loads of drama, loads of really good shots, loads of really good action things going on, and um, yeah, it's like super worth a watch. It's it's brought like a, it's like if Riverdale were like produced in a good way, they've sort of done it that way. Do you know what I mean? They've not done it in the sort of comic booky kind of era. They've done it in the way that a you know drama ought to have been done, and it's really really good. Again, this is one of those shows that as soon as someone mentions it, that's all I see anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all over Twitter. It's got like this huge following. The the following is ridiculous. Like it's it really like hit the ground running when it came out last year, and I think like the the, the Spanish audience really helped that because they spread it everywhere, um, and it had some big stars in it. People from um, Paper House or Money House, Casta de Papel. Um, they were in the first season. They're not so much in it this season. Um, but they've got some new Spanish stars in it this season as well. There's a couple of new, there's a new brother. He's a, you know, the scary rich brother and then a new uh, sort of drug lord girl as well. Really cool, like weird archetypes. That's just like acted really well and put together in a really cool, strange narrative. Um, so yeah, if you'd, when you're done watching Top Boy, hop on over to Elite. Two seasons up now. Riverdale, but better. Yeah. <laughs> it could only be better. <laughs> I was going to say, setting the bar really high. Like. <laughs> I know you said Riverdale. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Are we going to watch it? I've seen one or two episodes just to, for a bit of research. And mm. I, I completely agree with you. It does sound exactly like that. Yeah. Whether or not it's going to convince me to sit down and binge through 10 episodes. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. No, no, eight. Sorry. Eight. Apologies. Yeah, maybe I can stretch myself to eight. We shall see. Yeah, if it was ten, no way. Yeah. Honestly, I think if you get like a few episodes in, you will get gripped. Hooked. It's it's good. It's it's kind of like it does that thing that um, Thirteen Reasons Why does, where every episode there's a new bait of like, oh, a new new cliffhanger. Oh, really? But I feel like it does it a lot better because it's something you might care about instead of a new random bit of information. Okay. Um, yeah. Charlotte, you convinced? Well, I've not watched Riverdale, so I don't have that bar to compare anything one. to. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I won't be watching it now. Uh, yeah, I like the sound that it's a bit crazy, yeah. a bit mad. Um, I'm into that kind of stuff where it's like, it shouldn't really make sense, but it does. And I have like a Jane the Virgin hole shape in my oh, life, which isn't, it doesn't sound similar, but it's that sort of crazy... There's no reason or exc explanation for stuff and it shouldn't work and it's not realistic and it's just weird, but somehow I loved it. That's kind of how it is, yeah. So then, it's really good. So yeah, I'll definitely give it a try. It. One thing yeah. Netflix needs to sort out with its like international original series is getting the dubbing and oh, the subtitles to line up. Oh, I know, because they I, don't. I get so annoyed. Yeah, because you watch it, because in like an elite, you watch it subbed and you get this whole story and it's yeah. like, you know, and then I went back and I watched something for some reason dubbed and they were saying completely different things. Alex, exactly. And then it was just like, well, this story's like essentially different now because you're not arguing about, about the same thing. It drives me mad. Oh. Um, what? So, <laughs> so, so, you really missed that. That was a vital piece of information. So should I watch it 
subbed watch or it subbed. Okay, Absolutely subbed. subbed. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but when you watch it subbed, you've got to properly like watch it. So because obviously, unless you are fluent in Espanol. Wait, the sub. So the subtitles are in Spanish. Subs are in English. <laughs> so subs are in English, but you've got the Spanish speakers. They're right? speaking Spanish. But you have the option of putting the English dub over the top. So you can listen you know to what? the audio. I don't know if this is what. Never put a dub. No, I, I'm okay with subs. Okay, uh, that's good. I'll just English subs. I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 it might not be one for you. <laughs> We've confused them all in the plot of the actual series. I think. Sorry. Well, thank you, Callum. <laughs> thanks for bringing. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And thanks, Charlotte and Alex, for your thank top you boy for knowledge. Me. Top knowledge. <laughs> well nice. done. Uh, so that's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us for our chat about Top Boy. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, comment and tell your friends about us. And join in with the debate on Twitter. That's at Netflix pod, where we'll be teasing details of our next episode. And next week, we're going to be chatting about the hottest new crime drama to take the world by storm. It's criminal. We'll hear from the cast, including Catherine Kelly, of the exciting new police procedural, who have the lowdown on the adventurous and star-studded new show. It's going to be a good one, so make sure you tune in. See you there.